I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Votes continue to be cast on the floor of the House of Representatives. Also by proxy, a new option available to lawmakers in this Congress. Uh, A number of members casting their votes with the aid of other members who are on the floor right now. Uh, Let me give you a quick update on the numbers. Right now, there are 210 votes for the article of impeachment, agreeing to the resolution and impeaching the president of the United States. There are nine Republicans who have cast their vote in the yay column. That uh, if, if that number grows, it'll be a surprise. There have been nine thus far to make it known publicly their intention to vote for the article of impeachment. If that grows, uh, someone is doing something we didn't quite know beforehand. Anyway, just a little bit of a, a, a quirk of the of the reporting of this. 211 now is the total. I'll tell you, with 32 votes still outstanding, the number to surpass, which now stands at 212, is 217. When we see that number eclipse 217, uh, the highest of likelihoods, uh, barring any dramatic changes by representatives on their vote, you can do that, you know. Once you've cast a vote, uh, you're not locked into that vote until the uh, speaker or whoever is standing in for the speaker, uh, gavels the the vote closed. 215 right now with 27 votes remaining. Another vote, nay, uh, 26 votes remaining. Uh, In just a moment, we'll be speaking with Utah Senator Mike McKell, continuing our segment, Eye on the Hill 2021. But right now, we're at a pivotal point in history. I want to narrate this as it happens. The vote count has now eclipsed 217. 218, 19 now, 220. If if an insufficient number of House representatives don't change their vote, uh, it is right now safe to say that Donald J. Trump will be impeached and that he will, for the first time in United States history, become a twice-impeached president. 222 is the number now, 18 remaining. I expect at any time, with time having expired on the countdown clock, I expect that at any time uh, the speaker will gavel this vote closed and the announcement will be made that the resolution has passed. And again, Donald J. Trump becomes a twice impeached president of the United States. Um, let's see how to manage the clock here best. Uh, I have Senator McKell on the line, uh, but I don't want to interrupt our conversation when the official announcement uh, is 
made. Uh, can we, I'll tell you what, and, th- and thank you folks, and also my thanks to the senator for bearing with me as we kind of figure things out here on the fly. Jessica, would you do me a favor? Uh, bring up the audio coming to us from the House floor. Let's see what's being said right now, if anything. The clock reads triple uh, zero, meaning that at any moment the person acting as speaker could gavel the vote closed. Let's have a listen. After inauguration, well, there is a majority now. You see, okay, that's uh, those are ABC news correspondents just narrating the silence. Uh, Let's see if we can hear the microphones uh, from the from the speaker. All right, with eleven votes to go, uh, the vote standing at two hundred and twenty-eight. Jamie Raskin, author of the article, is at the microphone now. Let's listen in. You hear that chatter in the background, a bit of a delay between what I'm seeing and what is being heard. Uh, we're going to step away from this now. Uh, I mentioned Jamie Raskin stepping to the microphone. What I am predicting, just looking at the numbers now, which stand at 228 yay votes, 194 nay votes, I believe that Representative Raskin, again, the author of this article, uh, was not doing anything necessarily procedurally, but rather on behalf of another member uh, voting uh, with the proxy vote. Uh, I'll tell you what, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have this conversation with Mike McKell. I have been very much looking forward to it. We'll take a break, and then we'll come back with the ultimate results of this vote. The series is Eye on the Hill 2021. We, for the past few days and for the rest of this week at this time, will be speaking with lawmakers who are taking upon themselves uh, new roles, either freshmen, uh, legislators in either the House or the Senate of the Utah legislature, or, as is the case for uh, Senator McKell, someone who served for a time in one body and is now, uh, due to circumstance, uh, in another body. Uh, so, Senator McKell, let me just say uh, welcome to the program, and thanks for your patience on this odd day here in in America's history. Oh, you know what? No problem, and thank you for having me on. And if that vote comes down, I understand your your listeners are dialed in into that vote and what's happening in Washington, D.C. If you need to cut away from me for, for that reason, I, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. But I, I appreciate you having me come on and, and covering covering what's happening on Capitol, Capitol Hill here in Utah, which, which for the most part is much more positive than what we're seeing in Washington, D.C. And that's, and that's, if I'm honest, part of the reason I was so insistent in making sure that you and I had the opportunity to speak. I, I, I get fearful that sometimes we spend so much time on what is tragic in the news and in government that we forget that they're, in particular here in Utah, a very functional government here in the great beehive state. Yes. Let's start the conversation here. I have always been curious about uh, representatives moving from one uh, body to the other. You uh, spent a number of years as a member of the House and uh, due to a vacancy left by the lieutenant governor of this great state, uh, you are now a, a senator. Well, what's that transition like and what do you expect as you make it? Well, so far, it's been a great transition. Uh, the good news for me is the staff is all the same. The, the attorneys we work with, the legislative analysts, the legislative staff, it's the same folks. We, we have, I can't tell you how much I appreciate those that work for us on Capitol Hill. This year has been difficult with COVID. I think it's been difficult for your employees at KSL. It's been difficult for businesses across the state. Our, our staff is terrific. Transition has been terrific. I, I loved serving in the House. I loved serving. I started with with Speaker Lockhart, served under Speaker Hughes and Speaker Wilson. They've all been absolutely terrific for me. Um, I, I, I've got some big shoes to fill. Senator, um, uh, current Lieutenant Governor Deidre Henderson, I, you know, I was going to make a mistake in calling her Senator Henderson. She's been great down in this community. I've got some big shoes to fill, but I look forward to the challenge. 
Legislatively, what are where are your priorities on day one? At day one, the most important thing we do, and, and, I, and I'm going to reiterate this over and over, student groups ask me what's the most important thing we do. It's, it's getting through the budgets, making sure that our government stays open. Our budget is in great shape. Our state, our fiscal health, it, we're the envy of the nation. When, when COVID hit, we, we went into special session. We made some really tough decisions. I was chairing higher ed. We made some cuts right, right away across state government. Most important thing we can do is keep, keep state government open, keep it functioning. And, and our, our most important role is to set, set the state budget. Very good. Uh, let me ask you, as you make this transition, there are others who have gone before you who have made this leap. Any advice they've uh, shared with you? Um, you know, there, there's been several. So the majority leader in the Senate, Evan Vickers, he's been a great mentor to me. Uh, Don Ipsen, uh, Senator Ipsen from down St. George, he's our uh, vice chair of executive probes. And uh, the advice they gave me is just, just be yourself and work hard. Um, it doesn't matter who gets credit for things we do. Just just work hard for your constituents. One of the most important things I ever learned is when I started, when we talk about people that come in, uh, Becky Lockhart would always tell me, you know, the most important person, the most important vote, the most important person to make sure you're always comfortable with is you. You've got to be able to look yourself in the mirror knowing that you you did the right thing. There, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of pressures on the Hill. You know this. You've covered it. There's a lot of people that want you to vote yes. A lot of people want you to vote no. But in the end, you've got to be comfortable with you. And I, I think the advice from from some of these senior members and senators, you know, just continue, just just work hard, and do the right things for your constituents. Senator Mike McCall, thank you so much uh, for your time. Sorry it was truncated. Blame Congress. Uh, I'll look forward to speaking to you again in the future. Okay, thank you. All righty, uh, we're going to take a break right now. When we return, I will deliver to you the final vote count. Right now, 231 votes in favor of impeaching the president, that eclipsing the sufficient number to bring that about uh, and barring any dramatic changes in votes before the speaker closes the vote. We are about to announce that Donald John Trump will be a twice impeached president the first time in history. This is not a bright spot in American history. It's a tragic, unfortunate reality, regardless of where you stand on politics. It's an unfortunate stain. The question next will be how do we pick up the pieces, unify ourselves, and move forward into the future. Final vote count next on the impeachment of President Trump ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.